I'm long range. Me and the team on the same thing. Stay down, never switched up. Only thing changed was the game. I'm in the zone now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable, where there's already comments in the comment section. We haven't even got started. What's so, up? Not much. What's up with you guys? Well, hey, let me give you guys a heads up. So um, it's parent-teacher conference week for me. So I've been busy prepping, talking to parents about their kids. Love that. Um, but I might have to bow to here a little bit early because got one scheduled coming up. Not a problem. We totally understand. Thank cats on vacation. So three of us. Charlie, what's going on with you? I'm here. All day. Every day. He's people's champ. People's champ. So there's even a face or a Instagram post with the champ this week. Yep. It's about time. Getting some notoriety. We already put it out this month. He's kind of a big deal. That's you know? President Colin. Biden needs some help. Yeah. He's calling um, people's champ. People's speaking champ. Of, speaking yeah. of, a Charlie moment here. Okay. The Rock. Yes. Back in WWE. Yes. On the board of directors. Taking spots from people. Taking spots at WrestleMania from people. And... Now owns the name The Rock for the first time in his life. Which is surprising. I thought that was a couple years ago. Uh, I just read a story two days ago because he became a board of, on the board of directors. That was part of his negotiation to be on the board. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but, okay. Know. Go ahead. I was just going to say they. Some people in the WWE can't really get in legal battles at this point since they got other things happening. Mm. Yeah. Give him what he wants. I got. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got other things to worry about right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Rock. We talked about this, I think, in class the other day, Charlie. But let's bring it on here. Natty or not? Oh, not. <laughs> It's almost six. Nobody cares. I know. I said something like, "You think?" Uh, joking when I was coaching, I was like, "You think he's on TRT?" And they're like, "I think he's on a lot more than just TRT." He said no. He says but. no. Whatever. Yeah. Everybody in the WWE is on something. Mm, Bob Backlund wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like he just came out the stands. It's like he's gonna. Choke people. I mean, I think even McAfee's admitted that when he performs, he does a little, little something, something. Oh, oh yeah, he, he does. He says he's not. He wouldn't pass the test today. Uh, all right. Well, we're not a WWE show. We can't be. No, we're not. Um, That's a show. Charlie. Yeah. You worked out today. I know. I it was brutal. Because I was coach. Um, I I was an independent woman today and scaled, and that was very appropriate for me to scale today. Um, so, so Scott, we follow Mayhem Programming, and they do like three different tracks. So one is the Freedom Track, the Independence Track, and then there's a Liberty Track, and um, 
it's just kind of nice to have like these three different tracks kind of because it can help you decide basically on where to scale. Although sometimes it's not quite appropriate. Like like today, um, the freedom track was um, five bar muscle ups and 15 toes to bar. And then the independence was still three bar muscle ups in like 12 toes to bar. So it's not always like quite appropriate. And I think later in the week, there's like handstand walks for freedom. And then it's like, oh, it's only 15 foot of handstand walks if you're independent. So it's, you're like, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I went to independence today. That was the right thing for me. And yeah. So Scott, they picked the, they picked the volume up for sure. Yeah. Yeah, picking the volume up. That opened right around the corner. It's right here. We are. Speaking of, you signed up. I signed up. Did mm. you sign up? I am signed up, so I can be Corey over top of Corey's. Yeah, Scott. Am I signed up? Yeah. Um, I am waiting to see how this whatever goes in my lungs you have several weeks you can do it i mean i'll probably will yeah i mean it's number 12 for me yeah i know you almost have to you do have to at least minimum work requirement yeah so you you didn't work out today because it's tuesday it's tuesday (laughs) and i found out today from the doctor that I have a lung infection. Um, and if you've watched our, the weight loss show, we've been talking about like, I can't seem to get my cardio back. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have an answer for it. And um, so now we're starting on something, checking in on Monday, seeing where we're going from there <laughs> and whether we need further testing or not. Well, I guess what I'm hearing is these steroids that you've been put on like you will be like ready to like be on WWE tomorrow. Yeah. My doctor assures me they will do nothing for my performance. Uh, <laughs> Dang it. I was going to say, if you don't use it all, I mean, that's the, the wrong kind. Uh, we can probably so, get you some. This isn't Let's in go. our notes or yeah. this even on like the slide, but you guys brought up something about your mayhem programming. I was listening to Hiller and Athena last night talking about getting her ready for the open. And <clears throat> he's having her do one. Um, Hard thing. N- yes, but yeah. one w- open workout every Friday mm. leading into the open, which is typical, right? Yep. But they got into this discussion about should the open be scaled? And Hiller's argument was it should not be that if programmed correctly, you can do the the best you can for an RX. And then the next year you should try to do better than that. Like get better. And, um, and so I just wanted your opinions because I know you probably have strong ones. Athena had been doing foundation level open for the last couple of years. And after the argument, I think she kind of agreed with Hiller. So he's, he's saying you want to be able to compare apples to apples? Pretty much. 
but you for don't yourself, need... not for the overall community. But you don't do the same workout every year. <clears throat> but there's always the same movements that either that are your stopper or, um, or so you know, like like back in the day when I was really fit, chest to bar were, were a stopper for me. Yeah, I could I could come within a Nat's eyelash of a chest bar. It was like one of the things I had to work on. And the next year I wanted to, to beat that for Amy. It's a muscle up. Mm-hmm. Like every year she wants to get past her stopper. So even though you're not doing the same workouts, you have the same stopper that you're trying to get over. Yes. Yeah. But essentially, could you use that same theory with the scale movement? So if sure. it's like it scaled the pull-ups and I did 10, next year I'm doing 15. So what would be the difference? Yeah, I, He pulled up an example that she's doing this Friday that starts with dumbbells, then goes to burpee box overs. Well, she can't do the burpee box overs RX. So she can scale those in her workout for her, for them this week. But her RX score is doing the the because she can do the dumbbell throw the dumbbell snatches right mm-hmm. so she should give herself credit <laughs> so here's what i yeah here's what i'll go and say i like the idea of something to work towards i think that is really important right like my stopper has had me busting my butt for a while to try to to achieve that goal and so i think we need something to look up for up to and to work towards i understand also that people are not going to be able to do movement and i don't want someone necessarily to 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 go beyond their means and do something unsafe but i do think it's important to find something to challenge us and i mean i like the idea of there being a foundations option a foundations and an RX option, just because it will allow more of the newer people that are part of a community to kind of become more integrated with the community, although on a more scalable, um, appropriate level. So is, is Hill, was Hiller saying like he's anti the foundations or just anti people doing foundations? I think he was not anti, I think he was anti scaled and foundations as an official thing for leaderboard. Okay. If you so get to your stopping works. point and you want to move on and continue to work out, that's fine. But he thinks Athena should get credit for a 35 pound dumbbell snatch. I see. As opposed yeah. to going to foundations and doing a 10 pound dumbbell yeah. snatch. It's not even challenging. Yeah, I, I see. Yes, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. Yeah, and well, I, I think that's- say- yeah. No, you're good. I was going to say, I, I feel like the open is a test of your fitness. And if I'm doing a 50 pound dumbbell snatch and I can do it once and the next year I can do it three times, that doesn't say that I'm more fit. Whereas I don't, I don't think you're, when it becomes a weight issue, 
now we're just in powerlifting competition and not a fitness space. Improvement is improvement. Yeah. He That's just one argues, domain you're looking at. He also argues that it's now not a test of fitness. Three workouts is not a test of fitness. So it's really just like figuring out where you want to improve and being able to compare that year over year. But I think what it came down to is, is, is Athena proud of doing 10, 10 pound snatches to get into a scaled thing that she doesn't even do during the year? Or do you take the 10, 35 pound snatches that you can do, get a score of 10, and then just scale it appropriately for you for the rest of the workout? Yes. The next year, try to do better. I guess when I look at foundations, like I'm looking at somebody who's maybe six months or less, like that kind of like experience. Like I wouldn't necessarily want to encourage people to do foundations every single year. Like I, I, I would be like, okay, that's when you're just getting part of this. Let's get you, you going on the foundations. And then next year, when we hit up the open, you'll be another year of experience in, and we can push your limits. If that means that they can't do the 25 yet, but they can do more than 10, I would probably have them do a scaled version in my class. Meaning, all right, pick up the 25 pounder. Here's, here's where I think the appropriate thing is. And as you guys know, I started the open when there was no scaled. It was all RX. Yeah. Right. And I was the guy hanging from the pull bar for nine minutes. Trying to do toast bar. To do toast to bar or chest to bar. Right. And, but coming close was an achievement for me. Like it, it brought it into something I could do. I think where I would go with this and I don't want to put it words in Hiller's mouth is as, as a coach of an athlete, I know better what they need to do to get better than a template foundations version of the open or scaled version of the open. <clears throat> Cause there may be elements that that person can do RX and probably should do RX. So they get closer to being able to complete one in the open. Yeah. And you're going to get people who are going to hurt themselves. Well, like, that's, that's the coach and the coaching, hopefully. Yeah. But as, as you all, as you all coaches know, I'm not a coach, but I play one on TV. <laughs> you guys can say all you want. And there's and people that are not going to listen to you. Do what they want. They got yes. no business doing it. But the mindset is, I have to do RX because that's what's written. Hmm. Well, you're not going to change that with a templated, scaled, or foundations because they're going to do it anyway. Right. Yeah. And it's a competition, and people's minds get lost. Yes. I, just, I thought it was an interesting topic and yeah. yeah, I thought that was a good discussion. Cause I can assure you if Corey puts 300 in an overhead squat, I'm going to try it. No, nope, you're not. No. Watch me. Okay. And uh, me. I'll pick up your left knee you. and Amy can pick <laughs> up your right knee. I'm going to just mm -hmm. turn that hip on to explode. Get me out of that hole. 
yeah. You're, you're going to need some, some working hips to get out of that. Mm-hmm. There he is. Yeah, he says, uh, competition court is a different dude. He scales. He's not that old. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I would say it, when I saw him at the beginning of the weekend, he was a different dude. And by the end of the weekend, he, he was dog tired. So. You need more of uh, every time when you're in your 40s. Well, I, I don't think he's used, was used to four days of yeah. or three days competition. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> and he admitted he was beat down. Yeah. Um, I, I talk about camps on the thumbnail for today. Yeah. yeah. And there's been, like, there's been some news kind of floating around about proven and, um, we announced HWPO's a lineup for this year. We proven has, I don't think Comtrain has anybody left. They, um, they've, they all split off, as that is, and took their athletes with them. <laughs> so, around. um, but I question is there was a moment where camps were. The way to go, and my internet is lagging. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if it was mine too. That's why I was like, "What's happening?" Uh, I'm getting rid of Spectrum. This is stupid. Um, so there was a moment where, where camps were the all the rage. Where, where do you think we're at today? Well, it doesn't seem to be the rage. It seems to be people just or they're jumping camp and and trying something else. I don't I don't know. Like I feel like people aren't giving it also things enough time. I feel I feel like it's and I may be wrong, it it's I feel like it's different because nobody's like in the same space. They're with a camp, but they're doing it in another right. space with a different coach and a and it's not like we're all here in a group getting after each other. I would say if I was a competitive athlete, I'd need push. I'd need others around me. Right. <clears throat> but there are a lot of people like Ariel working out by herself in the garage. Like, I couldn't do that. No way. No way. Well, that's because she's the fittest mom. <laughs> Well, until maybe Tia comes back. Yeah, I just, and there's different there's different types of camps. Like we have the underdogs, which is kind of mostly on site for their elite athletes. Mm-hmm. And Proven is getting there with their new big facility. Um, HWPO has a lot of their athletes up there, or at least bring them in for periods of time. And then you have something like Corey did this week with the Southland camp where there's no real coach. It's just a bunch of dudes and ladies getting together and throwing down for a weekend. And they pick one coach to kind of just organize and program. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I I know a lot about this is Rudy is part of that. Rudy Berger, who is our friend here and pal 
And Lynette did a lot of the coaching this weekend. Yeah. And I also saw that their daughter got a ring muscle up. She did. See her coaches <laughs> work. So, we're going to need some coaching. How old is she? Middle school. Yeah. Mm. 13, 14? Yeah, she's more pliable. She's light. She's more mobile. No, that's not awesome. Coached by Shelby Neal and yep. uh, Alexis Johnson. Yeah. Perhaps that's awesome. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that girl is fit. If you've never seen that girl work out, she is. She's amazing at rope climbs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. weight stuff. She's incredible. Would not be surprised if she wanted to, to see her at the teen games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott Tetlow. Forgot he was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lot there. Yeah, I guess. So to answer your question, like, I, I think it's great for athletes, competitive athletes to have each other to compete um, with and to, to drive them on their um, competition season. But like I was saying before, I feel like there was so many changes. Like it's like and I get it. Like if you try something and it's not the right fit, then move on. Right. You, but I also feel that sometimes they don't give it enough time to like really kind of get into the groove and to get to know a coach well enough in my outside opinion, before they just move on and say, Oh, that's, I'm going to the next thing. So. Yeah. I agree with you. I think a lot of people give up too early. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Do they get to work on their weaknesses? Oh, yesterday I listened to Nick Johnston on Coffee Pods and Wads, and he talked about the exit interviews with Brooke and Saxon from Proven, and their complaint was that Proven didn't have um, dedicated area for their athletes, that they were commingled in with this gym, and it and it was frustrating for them to get work in at times. But now there's a Proven headquarters. Oh, yeah, that happened after. That happened as a result. He actually explains <coughs> the whole story. <coughs> Got it. Because there's been some controversy about that. That The story was that East Nashville asked Proven to pay, and they hadn't in the past. And Proven said, no, we're leaving. But that's not really what happened. There actually was an effort for a group of athletes and Proven to buy East Nashville because mm-hmm. the owner was selling, but because of they're like two blocks from the Titan stadium and the Titan state are by are building a new stadium. They were not allowed to um, alter the building. Hmm. Got it. To make a separate space. So hmm. <clears throat> it was, it was a really good interview. And Nick, as CEO of Proven Now, really open and transparent about things um, that have happened. So, where is uh, Saxon? Do we know? Uh, he's still in Tennessee somewhere. Yeah. He's with Mayhem. Mm. He's back with um, Facundo. Facundo. But, but he's training at a different gym. Is Spence also? Spence wasn't at Mayhem anymore. Oh, he was at Brew. 
Yeah. Well, Nick Fowler. I, th- I don't think Nick Fowler's with Brood anymore. Mm. So LDY2742. Well, for the second year in preparation for the Open, I've pulled my calf, which I only need for the Open. We know they will be in it. Um, maybe give up the Open and just enjoy fitness without dubs. <laughs> I mean, you do have two calves, so <laughs> one leg. Go I mean, Roman. we saw Roman do it. <laughs> do it on your hands. And a handful of Masters athletes. Yeah. Get the guns on that picture. You do it on your hands. Um, so, yeah, there's that. The other thing I didn't get to talk to you guys about is Hiller being uh, banned from the Open. I didn't even know that. Uh, he can't compete. He cannot compete because oh. he admitted to using sure. performance-enhancing okay. drugs. Yeah. That sent him an official email saying that he will be removed from the Open. And, um, okay. and his response was pretty much that, good, you caught me. This is what you should be doing. Um, but your thoughts, because a lot of people are clamoring that they think he should be allowed to do the open, just not be on the leaderboard. No, he can. He can do the open and just not post a score. Video. Put it on that's YouTube all, if he wants. Yeah, that's all he needs to do. He can't put it on the leaderboard, though. No, I, he can't. And he would be against that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's exactly what he said. That's what they should be doing. He is a very humble dude, Corey. Or put him on there and see if he can actually, if it actually helps. So the email that he received did not say four-year ban, but I can only assume. I think he hasn't got the punishment email because they're waiting for him to appeal. Um. So maybe we'll find that out in, in the coming weeks. Uh, Philip Kelly trying to rock the boat. It's yeah. okay for T to put her scores on the leaderboard. <laughs> she did not so test. A, she did not test positive, and she didn't admit. Correct. Since he didn't actually compete, he didn't actually cheat. So I don't know why you give him a four-year ban. He signed up. So he did legit sign up. It was explained to me by some, I can't remember who it was, that the water rules are if you admit it's as good as a positive test. Mm. Now, they're like CrossFit is underwater, so it doesn't mean they have to follow that, but I, the logic is there. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. still. Yeah, just do the workouts. Yeah, he's got enough followers. He'll get he'll get more people watching his video than than most of the others. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what he's on. I mean, he admits what it is. I am not enough to know. I don't. I'm not knowledgeable enough to know what all of that means and how long the half-life is and all of that stuff. <clears throat> I know like basic TRT, once you stop using, it pretty much goes away pretty fast. Mm. <clears throat> but the other stuff he's using, the peptides, I have no idea what happens. I'm sprinkling out. 
Garcia. Uh, the leads know how to pass the drug test. I completely agree with you. And, and I think that there was a piece of Hiller that wanted to see demand a test and see if he could pass it. Um, but I, I don't think that's going to happen either. Mm. And Charlie took down this. Mm. That's the peptide one? Or that's the one that gets passed? I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Most peptides are like numbers and, let and letters. Oh, like some kind of scientific. The SR 744. Whatever yeah. it is. Ricky was on. Uh, well, I don't think Ricky was on a peptide. He's on something. There you go. Yeah, like BPC 157. Is that an airplane? Sure. Helps you fly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what was on the thumbnail. Just make sure we cover everything. Let um, me look in real quick. That was it. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dave's Week in Review. There's something on there. I wanted to mention. <clears throat> so we talked about open announcements last week and making them more interesting. In the Week in Review, Dave talked about having an all-day competition between several athletes through the day of the open announcement and just one of the events being like 24.1. So hmm. you do like two workouts in the morning, rest up, do the 24.1, and then maybe one more after. And they would have like a prize, like the golden barbell hmm. for those who, for the person who won that. They're going to have to put cash on it. Oh, I'm sure. To draw the right names. Right. It only yeah. works if they televise the other three. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to, because it won't be the point. Hey, this person won. Great. <laughs> right. Or use it as highlight package when you come into the open announcement. This morning, they went head to head on this and this. Here's the highlight package. Blah, blah, blah. They didn't do the open announcement. And it sounded like in right before they go off the air, they would do one more. Now, that would be cool. What Corey's saying, a golden ticket. If you won all five, you just automatically go to the games. That would be pretty sweet. You could skip the quarters and the semis right to the games. 
and then probably get smoked at the games. But that's neither here nor there. You're there. Well, it depends on who they invite. If it's Fikowski and Vellner and whatever, yeah. and Tia and Laura and to skip all the stuff, they'd all do it. Hell, Matt might come back and do it. I was actually going to put something in his mailbag to see if he'd read it, but to would CrossFit ever consider doing like the Pro Bowl competition skills challenge? Mm. Like take elements, break them down. We're going to have a pull-up challenge, see who's the best. We're going to have one rep max clean and jerk to see who's the best. Mm. You get randoms winning. Anthony Davis would win. Well, I, it'd have to be a live competition, right? And you have to be invited, like the Pro Bowl. Like mm. you're in the Pro Bowl because you're in the Pro Bowl of CrossFit because you finished in the top whatever. And then you have a couple wild cards, like you won Wadapalooza, you won Rogue, so you automatically get in or something like that, right? And you draw like a little batch of eight athletes, eight men, eight women. And you can sign up for half of the events we're going to run. You pick. That sounds like something Rogue would do. Somebody, I think it'd be really cool to like break it down. Who's the best runner? We're going to run a 5K. Who's the best? We have Sam Briggs come in and just destroy everyone. <laughs> 60 Again, years old. <laughs> you'd, have to make, you'd have to make the Pro Bowl. She would. <laughs> but, it, but maybe that's cool too. Maybe you do bring in a couple athletes. If you won 35 to 39 and, or 40 to 44, you get to come in and and compete. And can maybe a master's athlete beat an elite athlete in one event. Mm. I bet depending on the athlete, yeah. 16, 16, 17 winner gets to come. 35, 39. Yeah. I think it'd be a cool event. And it'd be, it would be an easy watch, right? Because yeah. they do their one set of pull-ups and they're done. Yeah. And then we come back later in the day and they do a 5K. And then we come back later in the day and they do GHD sit-ups. You know what I did like? They used to do, they don't do it anymore, is the, it was like America versus the international teams. Yeah. Why, why, why don't we go away from that? I don't know. I think Castro's floating, bringing some of the stuff back, but again, I don't know what the expense of that is. I mean, I don't know who America would have on their team, but. Well, men's side, they're, they're fine. It was always the women's side that was. But we're getting better. I guess Emma would be there. Emma Carey. Yeah. Ariel Lowen. 
Mm. Yeah. I actually saw, so now onto a different subject. Um, I saw an, an in, interesting interview with Emma Carey on Mayhem's channel, Mayhem Athlete Podcast. Mm -hmm. It was our first one. She talks about a moment, and actually, we're having Ariel on the show next week. I just got confirmation right before I came downstairs. <laughs> and I'm going to ask her about this. When they were at the Granite Games together, it was Emma's rookie year trying to make it to the games. She was in first place going into the last event. It was the dumbbell overhead lunges that um, Andrew Sten, if he's still in the chat, was judging and no repped her at the line and she had to go back and start over. She talks about how in the back in the corral, Ariel was so nice to her like that. You got this, you go out, you do the best you possibly can. Emma said that intimidated her more than smack, <laughs> than smack talking because she didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. She didn't know how to compartmentalize it. She didn't know. And it really threw her off her game. And I was like, that is crazy. She must have thought this girl thinks I'm just here to have to do my best. I can't beat her. So she's not even worried about me. Well, what's funny is Emma was in first going into that event. Ariel ends up winning and going yeah. to her first ever CrossFit Games. <clears throat> so it's it's um it's crazy that that happened that way. Um, and now Emma's like, I want to be like Ariel. Mm -hmm. So Ariel's like Patrick Mahomes. He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You're winning right now. That's fine. It's fourth quarter now. It's time to go, go ahead. Go out there and give it your best. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good game. You got this. And then Patrick Mahomes slices and dices. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a great, great interview. Rory does it. Jake Lockhart's there, but he doesn't ask too many questions. Um, it's really like just Rory and Emma, and it's really good. Um, but yeah, I love the invitational idea. Whether we do international, whether we do like the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge. <clears throat> and you could do this Skills Challenge by country. Yeah. I just yeah, like to put up your best 5k runner. Yeah. I mean, the whole attitude of I mean, that was one of the best parts of Rich's documentary. He's like, I'm not letting her win. Right. <laughs> let Sam win. I got to get for America. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a good idea, but then again, it's mine. So of course I would think it's a good idea. Well, it'll happen. You won't get any credit. So yeah, there's that. I, I mean, I brought this up a, a long time ago where I said we should have belts. Like if you win the pull-up challenge, you win the belt and you get it until the next time we do that event. Mm -hmm. And then can anybody take it from that person? Can you cut promos? Well, should, yeah. Or are you going to be Joey Chestnut and hold the belt for 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> And then after choking people out and still win. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So no, I just thought it'd be a cool concept and it'd be cool with up like a cool thing to display for the year you own the belt. And then hopefully you can defend. Can you imagine walking into the games and you just had the belt? <laughs> you just <laughs> every event you're just walking in with it. <laughs> yeah. Friends up friends up at the games. So you pull your pull up belt. <laughs> walk Slap in. Nobody. Everybody's too nice. You villain. We need villains. I think I think we're getting out of that. Who's the bad guy? Who's the heel? We just I don't know talk. if there's Roman right now is the heel. Yeah, but Ivan Drago himself. So he needs someone who he needs a Bridget who just gets in here and and Colton Colton's talking shit. If you didn't see it mic'd up. Mm. <laughs> There's a part where he says a bunch of these guys won't get in the fight. <laughs> and he goes to name some and then he stops himself. No, I better not say their names. I'll see you now. He needs to name names. That's when you're heel. But when he's like, when a workout ends with 60 burpees, there's there are guys out there that will not jump in that fight. Well, that's true. He should call them out. So, yeah, that's a good, it's a good one. He doesn't say much on the floor, though. You only get him kind of after. Hmm. Yeah, so you need a before, middle, a full Ric Flair. Oh. Yeah, when the one event changed, he said, when this got changed, everybody knew I was going to win it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, and that they, uh, <laughs> they're out. I think what Corey's referencing is, there's a point where everybody's rolling around on the ground after the event, and he's just standing there. And he, that's when he called them. Mm. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Hopper's not it. His mic'd up is great, though. It's so good. He's got a guy he, to like, come for people. But he... But he comes from that football world, right? Where yeah. everybody talks. I was watching an old um, Peyton Manning with that that show he did about the NFL. Oh yeah. And he goes back to talk about the movie with Kurt Russell. East LA. No, it's a football movie, and Robin Williams is in it. <laughs> And it's they get back the like the old team to play this other team like 20 years after they graduate high school. And <laughs> and Rob Williams lines up against this corner whose name is Dr. Death. <laughs> and Rob Williams is like, Dr. Death, I'm pretty quick for a for a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the 
ball snapped and they like just crush him into the, into the <laughs> it's the best of times that's the name of the movie best of times if it's peyton manning's favorite football movie i have to, I have to see if i can find that it's it's really stupid and corny but it's pretty funny The, the football in it is leaves a little bit to be desired. Wow. I mean, I'll see Robin Williams as an elite athlete. <laughs> well, the premise is he dropped the ball at the big game when they're in high school, and he wants to play it again so he can catch it and uh, avenge himself. Mm. So. But anyway, we're rambling now. Yep. With that, <laughs> Philip Kelly wants to know if we've seen Flubber. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen Flubber. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to go take care of this lung infection. <laughs> um, and we will see you guys next time on Clydesdale Media Roundtable. As soon as I find the button. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>